We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 11, 2011. And this is the third part, and we're segueing into, um, we just talked about uh, pedophiles with PhDs, essentially. And then this next article is entitled, UK Judge Tells Teacher, Sex Offender, Busted with Child Pornography, Quote, I don't criticize you for being attracted to children, end of quote. Uh, This is abhorrent to say the least. A school teacher who escaped jail with a suspended sentence after owning up to possessing literally 4,500 pornographic images, some of children as young as two years old, was told by the presiding judge that she did not criticize him for being a teacher who was attracted to children. End of quote. I give you a teacher of this powdered wigged devil witch judge in the UK. I can't even stand to look at her. I'm sorry, but I mean, I think that it's obvious to pick up on uh, demonic things. It's just, ugh. And um, the 63-year-old year, 63-year-old substitute, substitute teacher, David Armstrong, was reportedly caught after a colleague noticed files on his laptop with names such as Rape Wife, Nude Model, and Gay Alligator. Uh, Disturbed by the obviously deviant behavior that was at play, the teacher assistant immediately reported Armstrong to the police. But it gets worse. After finding a shocking 4,500 indecent images and videos on two laptops and an external hard drive, uh, police arresting Armstrong, what... uh, by police arresting Armstrong, what is perhaps most repugnant is that more than 300 of the images were reportedly of the worst kind, quote, of the worst kind, some involving children as young as two. What were they, kiddie porn snuff films? That's pretty much the worst kind you could get in, and they do that. There's a huge black market for kiddie porn snuff films of little babies and little children out there. That exists. But despite the overwhelming evidence, Armstrong was somehow allowed to walk free. After Judge Mary Jane Mowat, who we really need to pray for, this powdered wig devil witch, repeatedly, reportedly told him, quote, I don't criticize you for being a teacher who's attracted to children, end of quote. Again, we get more justification from just one of Satan's minions, essentially. Many teachers are but, many teachers are, in other words, attracted to children, but they keep their urges under control, both when it comes to children and when it comes to images of children, the judge reportedly told Armstrong. Oh, thanks for giving me a teaching in ethics and morality, you witch. I don't know what else to call her. I mean, who would, who would condone such a deviant behavior? As if she was condoning Armstrong's urges while condemning other deviants, while commending other deviants who just haven't managed to get caught yet. That's exactly what she was doing. Again, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. Needless to say, child abuse advocates are reportedly enraged by the judge's wildly inappropriate comments, comments that have been cited as an insult to child victims. Teachers were also reportedly up in arms over the judge's outrageous comments. Well, I'm glad somebody was at least upset. 
saying the incident cast a shadow over the teaching profession while sending the wrong message to pedophiles. Um, Peter Bradley, deputy director of the children's charity Kidscape, said, quote, Children who have been sexually abused would be horrified to read this judge's remarks. Anybody that would make remarks like that probably is doing the same thing. I mean, why in, in anybody in their right mind would make a remark like that? She's obviously very uh, on board and in compliance with those types of urges. You know, Let's see here. But even though Judge Moet admitted Armstrong was, by any standards, a substantial collection, with some 300 of the worst kind, these images, she only handed the sexual deviant a 12-month prison sentence suspended for two years. Why do you even bother charge them? Yeah, you can walk free for two years and do whatever deviant, evil thing that you want to do. Well, we'll suspend your sentence for a couple. Maybe, maybe by that time you can get it appealed and and uh, you won't have to serve any time. It might not come as a shock then that this is not the first time that this uh, devil, Judge Mowat, has caused controversy over sentencing sex offenders. In 2008, she allowed former headmaster Philip Carmichael to walk free from court after accepting that a medication for Parkinson's disease had turned him into a pedophile. Wow, that is convenient. You know, I took my medication, all of a sudden I became, poof, I became a pedophile. I'm not saying there's not a demonic component with a lot of medications, but come on. I mean, what total garbage that is. Then, she also, um, after sentencing a bus driver to 10 months in jail in 2006 for abusing a 12-year-old girl, the judge acknowledged that she felt obliged to lock him up because of current views about sentences. So in other words, she didn't want to do it. She's like, ah, it's okay to, to molest that 12-year-old girl to force yourself on her. In fact, you probably did a great thing. you know. But I have to kind of lock you up because there's the current view about sentences. Why is a witch like this allowed to be a judge? You know, what, what would be the criteria for, you know... Anyway, I have a record of trying to suspend sentences. This is, I guess, her talking. I have a record of trying to suspend sentences in cases like this. And them ending up in the Court of Appeal, she told Robert Prout, following a public outcry over the brevity of prison sentences for sex offenders. Well, she really takes a shine to these sex offenders. She's really got a soft spot in her heart for them. I mean, it's obvious, you know. Uh, it is the judge who should be the one on trial over perpetuating such gross injustices. Why no one has investigated her or taken action to suspend her from the bench is still unclear. Well, that is because so many people at that level are doing this type of behavior. So they protect their own. Again, click on the teachings that I that I gave you, those horrific teachings I gave you, that I just cited in the last teaching, all the audios are there, if you want to know more about this subject. Okay, on a related note, let's go to the next article. Four-year-old toddler given fake breasts for beauty pageant. I removed the pictures because I don't want to put them in here. On this week's episode of 
uh, toddlers and tiaras. A four-year-old named Maddie Jackson dressed up as Dolly Parton for a beauty pageant where hundreds of spectators cheered her on. I wonder how many people in the spectators that go to see this are pedophiles. I mean, wouldn't that be a pedophile hotbed? Okay. She pranced across the stage wearing fake C-cup breasts, buttock pads, and a hot pink lycra pants suit. Four-year-old. To top it all off, she sported a platinum blonde wig. Critics are saying that Maddie is far too young to be sporting an outfit meant for a 20-something going on to a college fraternity Halloween party. But Maddie's mom, Lindsay, defended her daughter on NBC Today's when she said, quote, When she wears the fake breasts and the fake butt, it's just like an extra bonus. To some people, it's over the top. To us, it's just what happens. It's just normal, end of quote. You sick witch. May the Lord Jesus Christ rain down his fury on you and all your ilk. I mean, talk about mother of the year. Talk about someone without natural affection. To want to protect her daughter. To not want her to be exploited. What kind of satanic heroine is this witch injecting into her veins? Is she on crack or something? This is how depraved, just now, somebody who would be called an everyday person is becoming. This is how much evil has permeated into every facet of our life. Where somebody would actually go on national television and justify themselves and glory in their shame, as the Bible talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Talk about glorying in your shame. The article goes on to say, obviously not everyone agrees that this is normal, and many people are outraged. I mean, what won't they let them do at these stinking contests that they have. I mean, what... Is it like anything goes? Isn't there some type of parameter on this? Many people are outraged. Over a thousand people have become fans of the new Facebook page. Take toddlers and tiaras off the air. Yeah, and now, obviously, you know I don't advocate Facebook, but that is... (laughs) That's definitely a just cause there. What a sick show. What a sick bunch of garbage that show is. Teaching our little daughters at the earliest possible ages to dress like sluts and whores and act like sluts and whores on stage in order to obtain a crown or a trophy. And then we got these wonderful role models out there like Mary-Kate Nashlin and Britney Spears and Miley Cyrus who they start them out many times looking real innocent, like on Full House with the little babies, Mary-Kate Ashland, and then with um, Britney Spears. and and, Was Miley Cyrus in that Mickey Mouse club? Britney Spears, I know, is in the Mickey Mouse thing or whatever. And then they get them to the point where they're at a certain age, and then they start really starting to change their dress. Or if they didn't, if they didn't, I'm already dressing like whores from the very beginning. Now, how much of an attraction would that be to a pedophile? Hey, wow, I can go up there and basically watch these girls dress like street whores 
and, and, and you know, watch this stuff on TV, and, and it's, it's under the, the guise of family entertainment. Disney put it out. Well, Disney is pure wickedness. And again, reference my teachings on them that I did on Disney. And what happens is, is little girls and boys who think that Mary-Kate Ashland or Britney Spears or Miley Cyrus was so cool, they follow them. They're growing up the same time they are. They start acting more and more like whores. And dressing like whores and singing like whores and dancing and making these music videos. And they follow them and they're all grown up and they're like, well, this is, this is who I follow. This was my role model. And, and you know, they put out these videos that, I mean, are basically pornographic, skin-tight clothes, really not leaving a whole lot to the imagination. And they wonder why the society's children are, are turning out so messed up. And it's starting earlier and earlier now. Again, four-year-old toddler giving fake breasts for a beauty pageant, dressing up like Dolly Parton, who is a wonderful role model there, you know. For a woman or, or parents to dress her up, their children up like grown women, it's almost as though, listen, we want men to look at them, to lust after them, and we, we are going to dress them up and do this so that this happens. And the pedophiles that are out there are just going to, you know, eat this up. I mean, you stand before God, you're going to be responsible for how you dressed your child. Or what you let them wear. They're not the ones in charge. You are. Well, they put so much pressure on me, the societal norms and all the kids. I could care less. You answer to the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't let him dress like a whore. Let him dress in skin-tight clothes. Be seen out in public. I just don't think it's right. Toddler and Tierra's is in its fourth season has created a stir ever since it was first aired in 2009. The reality show offers a look into the controversial, sometimes horrifying world always horrifying as far as I'm concerned. The world of child beauty pageants. Episodes follow overzealous parents who push their toddlers to wax their eyebrows, wear heavy makeup, and spray on fake tans in the quest to win sparkly crowns. It's sick. It is sick. And there's tons and tons and tons of parents that do this. Next article, along the same lines. Mother dresses girl aged three as a prostitute in toddlers and tiaras pageant. Now, let's go down another age. That was almost four. She dressed up like Dolly Parton. No, no. Now we're going to push the envelope even more. We're going to dress up a three-year-old as a prostitute in toddlers and tiaras. Again, I removed the pictures because there's no need to see them. It's disgusting. A preview of the latest episode of Toddlers and Tears that sees a three-year-old dressed up as a prostitute. The TLC programming shows the child's mother dressing young Paisley up in a costume to mimic Julia Roberts' prostitute character outfit on the 1990 movie Pretty Woman. 
The Parents Television Council is so outraged over TLC's Toddlers and Tears episode. They say, quote, we have a serious problem when a network formerly known as the Learning Channel features a toddler who probably hasn't even learned to read, dressed as a prostitute, showing off her sexy strut. For years, we've seen adult sexuality being inappropriately and aggressively foisted on innocent young children. But children today are being sexualized at younger and younger ages. As things get more wicked, you're going to see more and more wicked stuff in society as a norm. And that's what we've talked about today. It'll never be enough for Satan, though. You know? All all available data suggests they will suffer for it later in life. I mean, all these, these, uh, particularly the girls that they they do this to, Britney Spears and Miley Cyrus and Mary-Kate and Ashland and them, and I'm sure there's tons more. I mean, they always turn out so good. They've always got such rock-solid relationships and, and, you know, out of wedlock, sex out of wedlock, you know, all kind of stuff they end up getting into, all kind of mental disorders. Yeah, they're great role models, though. They're great role models. Wendy Dickey, the mother of the toddler, who sported the skimpy costume complete with thigh-high black boots, defended the outfit and said it's no more revealing than a gymnastic suit. She might be right about that. Because, I mean, you know, I'm sorry, but in gymnastics, they're in those skin-tight onesie things. I mean, that's not appropriate. Oh, it's just gymnastics. Shut up, you old fuddy-duddy. Whatever. You're causing men to lust... I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, if, particularly if you have a girl in there that's 17 or 18 or whatever, she's in some skin tight or whatever. I mean, you shouldn't be looking at that stuff. You shouldn't be looking at it if it's, if they're littler. This kind of stuff that we condone now would have never, ever, ever been permitted even like 50 or 60 years ago, most likely. I mean, a, a, a lot of times people dress very, very, very conservatively in times past. Now, it's like, oh, anything goes. Skin tight for, as long as it involves some sport or whatever, it's okay to, to dress them up and skin tight stuff and leave nothing to the imagination. And you've got all these pedophiles out there that are just eating this stuff up. They're loving every bit of it. And it's inciting them and emboldening them, I believe, to do what they're doing. I'm not saying it's justification for them, but it sure isn't helping anything. She goes on, this mother of the year, goes on to say, I'm raising my child just as well as any mother does. Wow, I'm so glad. That last statement really was one made with such intelligence. Basically, what she's saying is that I know every mother on earth 
I have a crystal ball to every mother on earth's actions. And I'm raising my child just as well as any mother does. Well, this is the world according to this witch, Wendy Dickey, the mother of the little girl, the three-year-old, that she dressed up as a prostitute to win one of these beauty pageant things. Tyler's and Tierra's was filming it. The world according to her. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I'm raising my child just as well as any mother does? No, you're not, you delusional witch. You're not raising your child just as right as any mother does. It's like you're speaking on behalf of all mothers planet-wide. What an asinine statement to make. But a woman like this is... Convinced in her own mind. She's glorying in her shame and she's so full of herself and so demonically blinded that she could just go out and make idiotic statements like this. Then she goes on to say, I take my kid to church every week. Oh, bravo. Golf clap. I'm sure your church is a hardcore, fire and brimstone preaching kind of church. I'm sure it is. Probably Joel Osteen's. Because he wouldn't condemn any of this. He'd probably condone it. I take my kid to church every week. Oh, aren't you sanctimonious and high and mighty and holier than thou? Thank God for women like you. You know, go, you know. Unbelievable. Then she says, at least I'm not forcing them into sports and getting my child injured like some parents. End of quote. Oh, again, wow, you are... I mean, come on, we need to take a poll for Mother of the Year, because she's definitely going to win it hands down. She cares so much about her little girl that she's not going to force her into sports so she can get injured. Man! she If this isn't a Proverbs 31 woman, I don't know who is. You know? This is just norm, normal now, I guess, for a lot of people. It, it, it just, honestly, it, it just defies... Any type of logic. They are, they're so turned over to a reprobate mind. She's got to be turned over to a reprobate mind to say something like this. To glory in her shame like this. People need to look at their own family and what they're doing. This is still a quote from her. I don't know why people are focusing so much on pageant moms when there's much more harmful things people are letting their children do. Like what? Child pornography? I mean, that's the next step for your, your daughter, the way you're going. Notice the accusatory tone in her voice. Notice the, what, see, what people like her do is when they're accused, when they're called out, when the spotlight's put on them, what they do is accuse everyone else of being the bad guy because she certainly can't be the bad guy in her own mind. And what does that do? That gets the spotlight off her and on everyone else who are the real problem, not her. What's Satan called? The accuser of the brethren. What is one of Satan's main things that he does? He accuses the brethren both day and night. When you see somebody that's into, I mean, totally, um, obviously, diabolical evil behavior, outwardly and unashamedly, and then you see them at the same time, what many times they will do is they turn into the accuser. No, 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 no. It's not, I'm, not the, I'm not to blame. 
They could never accept any blame for anything. These are the most self-centered people that walk the planet, in my estimation. Somebody like her. Somebody that would put her own daughter up like a piece of meat, dress her up as a prostitute, and then justify it, and then have the audacity to accuse everyone else of being the bad guy and not her. What a hypocrite. And she takes her kid to church. And that, evidently, that little dab of bro cream religion makes it all right. She's, she's raising her right. You witch. How sickening that you would do this to a child. The person writing the article says, Why are people focusing on your three-year-old Miss Dickie? Maybe because you dressed her in a trashy sex worker's outfit, complete with thigh-high boots, and allowed the whole thing to be featured on national television. Now, it gets worse, because the only picture I allowed in this article, now let's look how the child is rewarded on stage. What is the reaction by the adults judging her? Well, I give you a, a, a reaction from these sick, twisted, perverted judges who are judging the girl. All of them are basically almost doubled over in laughter watching her walk out on stage. All three judges. And then you, you pan the audience. I only see a couple people that look like they have any kind of look of disgust on their face. Everyone else is laughing. They think it's great. I mean, aren't we, aren't we glorying in our shame? Aren't we liberal? You know? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's one lady that is, looks like she's mad to me. Out of, like, the audience, there's several people. It's, it's just sickening. Although, of course, I guess if they're there doing what they're doing, you know, their, I don't know, their depravity meter has kind of been, Seared over with a hot iron, so I guess this would be par for the course for them. Well, what does the Bible say? Matthew 18.2 says, And Jesus called a little child unto him. And this really applies to all the stuff we just talked about, little children. Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them. And said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted, and become as a little ch- children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. What does that imply? Humility. You don't get saved through pride. Well, I guess I'll get saved. It's not how you go to God. <laughs> you humble yourself as a little child. It goes on to say, Whosoever shall humble himself as a little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. This is why I keep saying, humility is where it's at. In God's eyes. It's one of the few things you can do to please God. I mean, it's one of the few things that have ever been done where God said, I was pleased. Like when Solomon went to God... And he humbled himself. He says, I'm as a little child and I know whether to go in or come out. And the, the prayer, please God, it's one of the few times in the Bible you'll read that, where God was pleased with something. Not to say God can't be pleased, but he actually was stated there in the Bible that he was pleased. Anyway, and whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he be drowned in the depths of the sea. That's pretty stern warning. Next verse. Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come. Now, what we just talked about was evidence of that last middle part of that last verse. 
For it must needs be that offenses come. Everything I just talked about, particularly when we got into the whole pedophilia, toddlers and terror garbage, that's offensive. I mean, really, really mega offensive. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. These two mothers of the year, the one that, you know, put their child up as as Dolly Parton and gave her fake breasts, and then this one who dressed her up like Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman as a sex worker, a prostitute. That is the man, or the woman in this case, by whom the offense cometh. Because the little girl would have never done it on her own. Never. It was the sick, twisted mother, and maybe the dad sanctioned it. I mean, where's the dad? It's dad's at. I mean, talk about having no backbone. Talk about having no protective, um, instinctive protection over your child that you would let them go. So I don't want to let the dads off the hook either, at all. In fact, they're more responsible for letting the wife rule over them to the point where, you know, they've obviously abdicated any kind of um, paternal. uh, We know who wears the pants in these families. There's a Bible verse that talks about when women and children rule over the man, that is one of the times where God's judgment is the greatest. Women and rule women and children rule over the men. That's where we're at right now. Where are the dads for this? So please don't don't think that I'm letting them off the hook. As far as I'm concerned, they're more to blame. They're the ones that let this snowball, which started as a snowball uh, and now it's a big gigantic snowball, roll down the hill. Pathetic. It really is. No backbone whatsoever. As far as I'm concerned. Romans one twenty eight through 32 says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. This is These parents, as far as I'm concerned, have been given over to a reprobate mind. I mean, I don't know what else to think. How could you justify such perversion and sickness? The poor little children are the ones that really need our prayers. And not to say the parents don't either, but there's a whole lot more hope for the children than I think than the parents at this point. To do things which are not convenient, which means fitting or apt. Being filled with all unrighteousness, if that's not unrighteous, Putting your child up as like a piece of meat up on stage? I don't know what's unrighteous then. Okay, Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, pretty wicked, what we're talking about, covetousness, what are they coveting? Oh, the little toddler and you know, the tiaras and, and the, uh, the trophies and whatever accoutrements they win at these stupid contests. Covetousness, they're coveting these prizes. That's their motivation, right? If you boil it down, if there wasn't something they would win, why would they even show up? And they're willing to literally prostitute their daughters to any depth of depravity in order to win. Maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, 
proud. And what pride and arrogance, as, as I read in those statements. They're proud. They glory in their shame. Boasters. Inventors of evil things. I mean, who in their right mind would dress their, do- their two, three and four year old up as Dolly Parton, fake breasts, buttock pads, the whole nine yards, platinum wig, and then Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman as a prostitute. Is that not an invention of evil things? They had to think about it in their head. Who put the thought there? I don't think it was the Lord Jesus Christ. I know that for sure. Was it the demons that possessed them? Yes. They've invented evil things. I mean, it's like I said, their depravity. Satan will never be satisfied at a, at a person's current level of depravity. He wants to bring them lower and lower and lower. And where he loves to target is children, innocent children, because they are innocent. And he loves to defile innocence. And it's being done through garbage like this. So you got the pedophiles that I was talking about earlier. And then you've got this smorgasbord for the pedophiles that is being laid before them in the form of shows like Toddlers and Tierras and all these shows like I had mentioned too with, with that Disney has put out and, and you know they, they get their little girls and then they as they get into their formative preteen and teen years, they dress them up like whores, have them sing all these secular songs, ungodly as you could possibly be. And then they they turn into full-blown whores as they age and, you know, trying to have as many, many men as possible lust after them. Yeah, that's Satan's game plan, pretty much in a nutshell. I'm sure I'm oversimplifying, but that's pretty much his game plan. I mean, isn't it easy to see what's going on here? I'm not yelling at my listeners, I'm just saying. it's, It's pretty obvious, I would hope. So, um... Inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding. Obviously, these women have zero discernment and understanding. Covenant breakers, without natural affection. That's the main thing why I gave this verse. If you really love your daughter, why would you dress her up like a whore and parade her out in front of all these judges and other reprobates as a piece of meat so she could win some stupid award. Well, it's because you don't have natural affection. You don't love your daughter. You don't know what the meaning of love is. You're incapable of the emotion in your current state. You need to get saved through the Lord Jesus Christ in in the finished work on the cross. Will they get saved? Probably very few. If they've reached this state and they've been turned over to a reprobate mind and they've had their conscience seared with a hot iron, there's not a lot of hope for them breaking free. They have totally been given over to strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. If this isn't having pleasure in unrighteousness, I don't know what is. Those are all different Bible verses I just quoted parts of to prove my point regarding this matter. And then it ends by saying, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Yeah, I would say so. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Now, all you have to do is just scroll up to the picture and look at the judges and the audience's faces, how they're all laughing, other than like one lady, I can tell she's not happy. 
Well, they're having pleasure in them that do these wicked deeds. They're having pleasure in the deed that the mother committed in order to dress their children. In this particular case, it was the Julia Roberts one. She's dressed up as a prostitute. She's three years old. I mean, she's as cute as a button. And it shows her in a dress. Uh, uh, One picture shows her in a dress. She's dressed actually pretty appropriately. Cute as a button, you know. And then she's dressed up like Julia Roberts. And it's just like, oh my word, this is just horrific. This is so disgusting. But they not only do the same, but they have pleasure in them. And, and when I saw that, but have pleasure in them to do them, all I could think of was this picture of these judges and all these people laughing. Man, I, I can't even imagine the, the judgment that America's in for. Here's the next article. It just keeps getting better and better with this. And I don't mean that seriously. I mean that in a very sarcastic way. Sorry. Swiss officials mandate sex boxes for kindergartners. All this stuff is documented. I'm not making this stuff up. The school year in Basel, Switzerland, where they're real liberal over there in Switzerland, mega liberal, neutral, liberal. You know, if you don't stand for anything, or if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. You ever hear that expression? Well, that's what I think about when I think of Switzerland. You don't stand for something, you fall for anything. This is what happens when liberal devil doctrine and morals creep into a society. School officials this year in Basel, Switzerland, kindergartners will get to experience, this is so sick, I'm just going to say a quick paragraph on this and we're going to move on. Kindergartners will get to experience the pleasure of their sexuality with a sex box filled with models of human genitalia. Oh man, I mean, this makes me want to cry. This is unbelievable. Children should be encouraged to develop and experience their sexuality in a pleasurable way. I mean, I can't even get mad anymore. All I can do is cry. <laughs> Said Daniel Schneider, Deputy Kindergarten Rector for Basil and the co-developer of the sex ed curriculum. Teachers will use the fabric models of human genitalia <laughs> to administer sex education lessons to 4 to 10 year olds the mandatory sex ed curriculum suggests that teachers play soothing music in the background while they teach children how to massage each other and how to use warm sandbags to rub themselves golly man this is so messed up I pray God rain down his fury on this wickedness. There's nothing that angers me more when they do this to little kids. The depravity is just unlike anything you can even comprehend in your mind. And this is just what we know about. What goes on behind closed doors in an underground places is beyond description. And this is just what they're admitting to. I, I can't even, I mean, it's it just, I couldn't even believe what I was reading when I was putting this stuff together. Couldn't even believe what I was reading. 
Anyway, it's something to pray about. Um, oh, Lord have mercy. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and um, we're going to go to part four. And um, I don't think I'll be able to get the rest in in this teaching. So I'm going to go to part four and uh, we'll finish up with that. Uh, God bless you.